Arr, grog. Shall we, shall we talk Brian Ferry then? I was upset that she had Jackie magazine and so did I. Now look. We'll see what happens, Gary. We'll see. We might not have time to discuss it. You never know. <laughs> you can use that jingle that you, where you are Brian Ferry. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember what that was even for. It was really good. Uh, it was shite talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. I think there has to be, surely there has to be a new jingle about Kerry being... Shula. Shula. Shula Warbis. Is this the start of the, the podcast? Kerry, uh, I'm Peter Fickling. I'm here with um, Kerry Hebden-Lloyd and Matthew Weir. <laughs> F*** you. <laughs> I mean, that can be the start of the pod if you want. Yeah, why not? So, Kerry, let's just pull the sticking plaster off. Mm-hmm. How brutal was it to hear that you share not only a love of Jackie magazine, but also musical taste of uh, Sheila Hebden-Lloyd? Ooh, well, I'm shook. And I laughed and then I th- cried. And then loads of Twitter people were going, ping, 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 Warbis isn't going to I hate everybody and I am Shula. Okay, maybe I f- I'm Shula. Yeah, I fucking am Shula. Yeah, I fucking am Shula. Yeah, I fucking am Shula. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I hate her. And people do say that there is a correlation between those characters you hate and yourself. And I've always gone, no, 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 no. But please, I'm not Shula. Can you tell me I'm not Shula? (laughs) I would love to stick the boot in, as you know, but I can't. That's too much. Uh, No, you're nothing like Shula. Apart from from anything else, the reason we hate Shula the most is, is she's a massive hypocrite. She doesn't do what she says. And you... The one thing we can say about you, Kerry, mm. is you are honest as the day is long. Oh, thank you. I am. And she's very indecisive, and I don't think I am indecisive. She can't decide anything, can she? Let's face no. it. Uh, I have got quite a large ass, though, and so so <laughs> is she. So. Have you ever fallen off a donkey? <laughs> I've never been on a donkey. Have you ever um, made a very cringeworthy pass at a, a sort of 60-something-year-old um, pig farmer? Uh, that that was really unpleasant, wasn't it? Yesterday, when she was mm. kind of like a sidling up to Neil, and he didn't know where to to look. What did you think about his answer when he went? Oh no, no, no! That's all forgotten. You know, if we can't uh, deal with that as friends, what can we deal with? Did you think he was thinking, "I love you, Shula"? No. Inside. Do you remember when Susan said, 
uh, you know, oh, you know, you've got feelings for Shuler. And he's like, I have not. And, you know, how I might only ever have thought of you, Susan. Mm. And so maybe he really has never really quite understood Shuler's feelings. And it really was one way. The only thing I remember about that confrontation is when you made lasagna and it's quite a complicated <laughs> dish. <laughs> yeah, that's the mark of someone's lust for someone else, isn't it, in Ambridge? I don't want to be, I don't want to boast, but uh, someone's got a co-op um, lasagna sitting in the fridge for after the podcast. I am such an amazing lover. You yeah. are, you're a complicated <laughs> man, Peter. Can I just say before we, we drift slightly away from Shula, which hopefully we, we will do, um, I'm going to see Roxy Music in October. I wonder if, if I'll bump into her there. The static electricity from those beige cardigans all rubbing together in the mosh pit is going to be insane. <laughs> Me and her fighting over each other on stage to get at Brian. Brian Ferry, I want to say he is from the kind of Yorkshire northeast kind of borders or some town around there. It's like he's not he's not a Sunderland. Pro- <laughs> no, he's not from Sunderland. I know I'm exactly- joking because that's where Shula's going. It is. It- he's from the same town as a friend of mine. Is it Darlington? Somewhere like that. It is in the northeast, like isn't yeah. That a colleague of mine um, grew up in Darlington, and I think he said Brian Ferry's from from where he is. But you know, Brian Ferry, bit of a fox hunting Tory, isn't he? Oh well, you can excuse anything with him. I don't <laughs> care. He could eat live babies. I don't mind. Oh, it says he was born in Washington, so County Durham. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, anyway, she's going to Sunderland to hunt down Brian Ferry. They're all this shit about helping drug addicts. Nonsense. Yeah, I did. I um all week. I mean, obviously, I'm incredibly biased, but it does it does it does feel like, you know, you could quite easily travel back 120 years and it could be some Victorian woman, woman boasting about um her, you know, trip to, you know, a mentor and uh, uh, teach <laughs> the natives in some far-flung, you know, colony. She she used the word valise. It's exactly that sort of image, isn't it? I know that was about Mark, but she was talking about how many cases she didn't want to turn up with. And I did have visions of those huge ones. Where, you know, when someone gets off a steam train in a Hercule mm. Poirot episode and they've got loads and loads of big cases, trunks full of beige cardigans. Um, but who uses valise? I think um, I'm going to guess it's Kerry Davis trying to very carefully put that idea in our head. Um, mm. I hope that, you know, because Shula, I mean, Shula, I think I feel like she's written to be either loved by very vanilla people or loathed by all, all right thinking people. And sorry to all you Shula fans if I've just called you vanilla, but, you know, you did it first. You loved her first. <laughs> I did like when Brian said... Uh... Well, if, if the bottom falls out of the Church of England, you could always become a humanist and a, or a druid. Surely you have to be a human to be a humanist in the first place. It's one of the key criteria. I did put something about, you know, the quiz questions were about Shula. I put on Twitter something like, um, why is Shula? That's the question. And the answer was no idea. And then it was correct. <laughs> <laughs> I was str- At that point, I was kind of... Sh- half shoveling food into my face, half listening. And it went, I nearly, the only thing I thought I could type is like, is Shula a twat? And then I thought, no, that's just the, <laughs> it's just such root one. 
Anyway, forget Sheila. What about Dan and his reappearance coming out of a horse box or whatever it was? Well, when you open a horse box, there's only two things you generally see, isn't it? A load of horse shit or a horse's ass. And we got both of them together in Dan. <laughs> the shit and the ass. Yeah, desperately disinteresting Dan is back. You liked him, didn't you, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the on the pod before, but my dad was in the army. Um, so I grew up around the army and, you know, used to go do sporting events with sort of squaddies, used to hang around in the mess. Um, I don't, uh, you know, so I've got a fairly well-rounded perspective on the army. I'm, I'm neither a fan nor against it. But one thing I do know, and most is that people in the army who have a massive boner for being in the army are some of the worst human beings on earth. And the scene when Dan was trying to kind of like jokerly, but not really jokerly, boss Shula around about her packing mm. is one of the most stomach-churningly awful things I've ever heard in my life. We could tell from your tweets it was hurting, wasn't it? I don't think I was alone. It got quite a big response. It was like my men's ears would be bleeding if I found their barracks like this. Mm. I wonder how his men would feel being referred to his, as his men, yeah. for starters. And also, he said the first thing we learn, I mean, this might be true, I don't know, the first thing we learn at soldier school or whatever it's called was folding clothes. Bollocks, is that the first thing you learn? I've told you about my dad's first day at soldier school. So <laughs> um, my name's Peter Fickling, my dad's name's Nick Fickling, and when he turned up, he was put in a room with a man called Dick Nicklin. <laughs> um, Stop it! No, seriously, I've met Dick. Um, and um, uh, yeah, so uh, uh, yeah, and obviously they did it on purpose. But yeah, that was his first, that was my dad's first. The first thing he learned was he was sharing a room with Nick, uh, Dick Nicklin. Yeah. Can your dad fold clothes really well? Uh, my, the thing that my dad took out of the army was um, he got lots of, did lots of skiing, lots of running, and that was it. Um, I don't think I never, I've never, do you know what? No, do you know what? No. I don't think you did get uh, clothes folding, sheet folding. Mm. Yeah. All those apple pie beds or whatever they are. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird, wasn't it? He kept going on and on about it. Um, he tried to be nice to Shula, didn't he? And encouraging and saying, you know, just be yourself. And I thought that's not very good <laughs> advice, is it? Um, uh, the men in his regiment are from all sorts of backgrounds. Just, you know, they just need to trust you. Um some are Islamophobic, some are racist, some are just plain old sexist, all different kinds of men. I heard that the men in his regiment call him the Ambridge Bullet Magnet, but I don't know. Bullock or bullet? Bullet. <laughs> I can't imagine, yeah, I can't imagine him like, a, 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 you know, his men shooting him. <laughs> a sign of trouble. He was fantasising when he was at Mark's gravestone. He was saying about, their, you know, he wondered about there being an alternate universe, like a multiverse. <laughs> and I was thinking, could we have a multiverse where you don't exist, mate? And maybe, and tonight I felt like we were in it because Shula was massively popular and everyone loves her and everyone's crying. And I don't know anyone who listens to The Archers that feels like that. I mean, there are those, aren't there? They're, they're sort of, they're not like us, Matthew. Um, I, I did like it when Shula said... Um, that she doesn't want to come across as some kind of clueless horsey woman. Oh, that's not going to pan out well, is it? <laughs> uh, sorry, going back to what you just said, Kerry, um, I, um, I'm currently doing all the copy for my new website uh, with, with, a, with a guy that I'm, I'm going to be 
working with mm. and we've agreed that uh, um our policy is to write copy that basically uh weeds out so that we don't have to work with them and i feel like that's what we do you remember we that's what we talked about when we set up the the cider shed originally yep. that uh, uh the name gives a very very strong clue as to what kind of archers fans we want listening yes. um it's not called what would be the opposite the exact opposite from the village the village shop yeah it's not called the village shop the ambridge parish council precisely <laughs> Of Jackie yeah. Weaver. Yeah, you can listen yes. to that sort of stuff somewhere else. You have literally no authority here. Exactly. Jackie Weaver can do one. Uh, she she put some sort of horrible thing about um, the sentimentality of the NHS today. She's on that um, Who Wants to Be a Prime Minister programme, isn't she? Yeah, I want to watch that because it's um, uh, Alistair Campbell's doing it with, is it Baroness? What's her name? Um, I can't remember her name. But anyway. Um, I'm sure. But yeah, but I really wanted to watch it because I've been listening to his um his po- his politics podcast, which is absolutely mm. fantastic. And then yeah, I saw she was on it, and my heart fell. I did I did immediately think, oh god, you know, if she's she's um saying about being sentimental with the NHS. But then I did think that could have two meanings, and maybe she's just been imprecise. So I did kind of give her the benefit of the doubt. But I- but she was saying she's not into the sentimentality about the NHS. But that could be. Because, I mean, I hate defending Jackie Weaver, Kerry, you know, <laughs> but it could be like, for instance, I didn't like the false sentimentality where free people like Boris Johnson were banging pans and then, mm. and then, but then not having, the, you know, not wanting substantive change to actually support the people. In okay. It. Okay. So, yeah. we, we, we'll watch it then, shall we? I never banged a pan myself. No. I mean, I would say, I would say almost certainly if it's Jackie Weaver, she's, saying the wrong thing but i did i went against my better my normal instincts mm. try to be reasonable so you've never banged a pan kerry i guess mm. you didn't either peter too i no um a pe- lots of people around me did but i from the very beginning i sat at home <laughs> <laughs> getting very angry with um, everyone around me it's so performative isn't it i don't like that sort of thing mm. uh, i love the nhs it's uh, sacred and should be protected and managed well. I mean, God, we could have a whole few hours talking about that, couldn't we? Well, there was a someone made a meme of a nurse at a checkout asking the girl, "Do you take applause?" <laughs> exactly. I am. I, we are going a bit Matthew and Peter. So yeah, we, yeah, yeah. Get... <laughs> All right. Just one more thing about Shula, Shula hate before we go back mm. to the Dan hate was when she said that she she did question her faith after Mark died. And then she said she realised everything is transient. Only, did she say only God is eternal? Eternal, yeah. And I thought only the process of you getting the f*** out of Ambridge is eternal. It's been going on for like six weeks. Yes, Matthew, I tweeted exactly that. I said, um, God's not as eternal as you leaving Ambridge. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yes. Is that done though now? I bloody hope so. I liked it when she said what everything Mark did was like a military operation. And I was imagining them at it. Obviously. Yeah, I thought about that. And in and out. <laughs> and in. Halt. 20 more, Shula. 24 more. Hold still. 19. <laughs> up. <laughs> I tell you what I did wonder. I fantasised two things. One of them was that I thought Shula might die in a car accident on the M6. I thought that too, because... Didn't they say something about just? Didn't Jim say a shockingly ridiculous way to die a car crash? Oh, something I mean, along those lines. Mm. How about Shula goes completely mad and goes um, 
uh, goes wild um, and, uh, it, and Paul Gascoigne ends up going to try and track her down with a chicken and a, a carrier bag full of um, <laughs> fishing rods. Rounds, yeah, <laughs> fishing rods. <laughs> or she gets in with the druggies and takes loads of drugs. And there was a brilliant tweet someone put about her returning with like one tooth on crutches <laughs> um, in, in some beat up old car. Yeah, it was f***ing brilliant. Hello, Shula. Come on, Jim, I'll make you feel real good. Just, oh, Shula, oh, get off me. Oh, no. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, I'll have that version of Shula back in a a second. So basically, Shula's gone and they've replaced replaced her with a copy and paste with Dan. And the thing that really upset me was the moment when there was a slight connection between him and Chelsea, and then they were hinting... So unsubtly, you know, like if Chelsea does have the baby, then there's going to be the whole generational thing. And, you know, like, mm. you know, so he's sorry, not generational. He's learned from his experiences with um, Alistair and um, Mark. And maybe he'll want to, he wouldn't be put off by the fact that she's got a baby. Yes. Yeah. Ten year age gap, isn't there? Half plus seven. She's what? She's 17. So mm-hmm. what's that? Um, well, he is 27. So if it's half plus seven, then. Yeah, he's fine. He's in the zone. Well, I don't want him to be in the zone, to be honest, because no. that stick around. He's not sticking around, is he? You don't think so? No, he's on post-operational tour leave at the moment, that's all. Which Brilliant. someone on Twitter seemed to think meant he was trans. Yes. What, the post-operational? Yeah. No, the operation was to remove his personality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's gone well. Yeah. Okay. Well, medical medical science is an incredible thing. He's been in Estonia as well, hasn't he? As part of NATO's enhanced forward presence. So I was wondering if he's going to single handedly strangle Putin. Oh, maybe that would be a hell of a plot twist. <laughs> Do you know what? I will forgive Dan all of his uh, transgressions if he takes down Putin. I think that'll be a fair exchange. All right. All right. Speak for yourself, Novichok boy. <laughs> Just clear the kid in that if you're uh, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. You know, you've got. You know, you've still got connections down in in his uh, favourite part of the world, Salisbury. <laughs> yes, I'm half Latvian, so you know, down with him. Yeah, very much I down with him. Oh, we've always got such controversial opinions, don't we? Not Putin fans. Look at us. Incredible. <laughs> talking talking about controversial opinions, I did like it when Chelsea turned round and said, "Like you're not, you and Alistair aren't lucky to have Dan. He's lucky to have you." I was like, "Yes, Chelsea." you tell him but i did i mean i i did ask tonight the question in the bull is jim is there another dan that jim is talking about <laughs> i'm just you know that um then the it's very much memed now isn't it in i'm alan partridge when he sees the mm. the swinger bathroom kitchen salesman on the other side of the park and he's like dan dan that's the polar opposite of what happens when someone who sat, sees down head deloid in a car park <laughs> They hide behind the and, car. And start shouting, Nad, 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 and getting quieter. Ia, why was the tea room open on funeral day? Because Fallon is a Republican stunner. <laughs> my, my local um, Ponty shop was open for similar reasons. A what shop? My, well, my Ponty kind of middle class shop, um, the only Ponty middle class shop in Catford. Ah, it's uh, yeah, open for business because I think they they had similar attitudes. Nice. Like, yeah, we don't we don't go in for all of this, so we're just going to stay open. Thank you very much. 
Hey, where was Fallon singing? She was singing at the naming ceremony, wasn't she? Was she? Is this a joke? No, no, I'm not. They said that Fallon was going to be doing the singing. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. Should we we just get the naming ceremony out of the way as quick as possible? Yeah, I like the way they were checking all the details of it at the very last minute. (laughs) Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, that's okay. But yeah, Fallon was definitely up for doing a few numbers, apparently. Oh, I don't remember that at all. I might have dreamt it. What would she have sung? I don't know, but I'd, obviously they didn't want Jolene showing up doing like Dolly Parton numbers. So I don't know what Fallon would have sung, but she was in Dross, wasn't she? Or whatever they were called. Oh, yeah. Jolene is absolutely appalling at singing, isn't she? Mm. Although I love her as a character. I remember the first time I heard Jolene singing and I was like, they, you've got to be shitting me. <laughs> right? They should have Audrey Hepburn to the actress and said, look. <laughs> You are amazing at what you do, but you know to make this credible. Yeah, wheel in someone who can sing. <laughs> yeah, Toya maybe. Yes, when she first sang, I remember someone tweeted in the tweet along. She sounds like she's been trodden on by a Mount Belliard. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a really very favourable review, is it? No, that would be like a four stars. So anyway, everyone, that was um, naming ceremony chat. On to the next topic. <laughs> I, did ho- I did hope it was going to be maiming ceremony. Yeah, you were hoping for some Hunger Games style yeah. massacre, weren't you? Were they just tying, basically, were they, was that the whole purpose of that, just to tie off the whole Alice and Chris thing with a bow? Just have it done. Okay, so Neil's now talking to Brian again, and mm. Alice and Chris, happy families, and Alice, obviously we found out that Alice can be running the stables after all, and Lillian was just mad. Yeah, and Shula can do her, um, life isn't one smooth story, it's chapters, or 13-minute episodes, with a big <laughs> one every seven days. <laughs> She did also mention um, so we sometimes find ourselves thrust into parts we don't like. Who uh? Yeah. And then she said, and then someone said afterwards uh, that they had to reach for the tissues. <laughs> was, she, was she sort of looking at Neil and sort of with her finger in her mouth at that moment? Oh, but the idea of Shula being coquettish. <laughs> oh, I've dropped my wallet, Neil. You know. Oh, I appear to have dropped my green lasagna dish. Yeah, a bit of Roxy here. music, a bit of Roxy music playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, roll me in sawdust and look for the wet bits, Neil. Ooh. <laughs> that was a very beautiful image there. Also, I like the bit where Chris and Alice were like, well, this is all great, isn't it? Everything's fantastic. And then one of them went, where's Martha? Yes. <laughs> but it was like, oh, I left her down the playground on the slide again. Nothing bad happened last time. It was a David Cameron moment, wasn't it? He left his kids in a pub garden or something, didn't he? Get in a car and just drive off. <laughs> it was in the pub, yeah. Uh, but it was it was the kind of it was the the posh Cotswolds pub where you know um, Jeremy Clarkson and all that got lot go. Chipping Norton, the, that's where yeah. they all live. Yeah, not far from where I am right now, actually. Mm. Well, as you know, I am a you know born in the Cotswolds, so you know. I didn't know I, that. Yeah. I mean, but not, you know, not uh, of the manner born, but, you know, uh, I was born under the, um, my, uh, I was technically born in Swindon, but the night I, I immediately. <laughs> I know, was... Peter, Peter, when I mentioned that to him, he was like, I'm not from Swindon. I was just born there. Not from Swindon. <laughs> They're quite clear. It's I, on your birth certificate. 
Uh, I didn't give anything to have that removed from my birth certificate because I was immediately whisked by Dev. I've never been. I've never been back. That was the closest hospital. Anyway, I, was, I love this about you, Peter. So you you were about to say what were you going to clarify your place of birth then? Not Swindon. The the White Horse, underneath the White Horse. Ah, uh, Uffington. Yeah, Uffington is. Uh, yeah, first I remember home. when you told me that. I imagined yeah. that your parents were wild hippies, and you had literally you were literally born inside. The lines of the white horse. It was only afterwards you explained to me that you were born in Swindon General, and <laughs> and then you drove to Uffington. I was I I lost all the I had all these kind of shamanic images of your parents, you know, dancing under the moonlight. Dad, his dad's in the bloody army or whatever. I, don't I think didn't that know that then. Did I? In. Oh right, okay. Yeah, my dad was my dad was stationed nearby, and but they're from that neck of the woods anyway. And then um, uh, they rented a room above a dairy literally you know a dairy a proper not not a you know um uh, uh jenny and o'brien sort of arga filled redone dairy but an actual functioning cows downstairs dairy so, right yeah mm. there you go so proper proper anyway the point this is a very long-winded way of me saying i'm not part of the chipping norton set all right kerry's not shula and you're not part of the chipping I'm norton not set. cameron yeah and who, who do you not want to be matthew um, give me till the end of the show and I'll give you an answer. Okay. George. Actually, no, right now, I don't want to be Ben. Yes. You sent those that film on Twitter and, uh, you know, WhatsApp. You literally are currently in Ambridge, it looks like. It's a bit like that, isn't it? Yeah. So you, you're not George or Ben, yeah. No, I'm not. But there is a post. There is a post box right outside the village shop as well, which wasn't on fire, but instead has a really weird crocheted queen and her corgis. Oh God! Set set that on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this can't be. This is this is this is imprecise because you're not like anyone in 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 the arches. But which family would you be? Mm. Um, I'd like to think the Carters. Okay. Oh. So you're Susan. <laughs> Kerry Shula, and I'm. Um, I guess that makes me Justin if I'm part of the Chipping Norton set. Bloody hell! Oh, Peter, that's not nice. Is yeah, it? I've lost that one, haven't I? I've lost out. Never mind. I, I see you as Jim. Oh, thank you. That's very. That's unnecessarily kind of you, but uh, you know, I've had a bad day. I'll take it. But now I'm going to have to deal with the fact that I'm going to have to fight off Kerry coming round for my man. It does hold a little bit of water because you are one hell of a gossip, Matthew. Oh. I hope you can back that up. <laughs> I, I can. No, Christ alive! Yeah, <laughs> me and you, Matthew. Our WhatsApp conversations. Exactly, Oof. Yeah, I only see. I only see like the tip of the iceberg on the stuff that you two get up to. Well, bless you. You yes. don't want to get involved in our. Uh... No, I absolutely don't. I've got. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the thing. The thing. What I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, it's. Do you know what? We've been complete hypocrites. They left us hanging for weeks and weeks and weeks to finally tell us that it was um, uh, Freddie. Oh, no, it wasn't, was it? It was... Um, Jim. Yeah, Jim. <laughs> I, well, you wanted to talk to me. Um, he left his phone on the table. It was ringing. I knew it was him. I think both of you said that you were sort of, you really enjoyed their little shimmy with Freddie. Oh, I, th I thought the whole episode was gold. Yeah. Honestly loved it. It was clever that they did the quiz where people were possibly going out on phones. Like Johnny, he went on his phone, didn't he? And they were like, mm. oh, he's cheating. And I was like, could it be Johnny? And then Freddie was knocking about. It could have been Josh him. Josh went to the toilets. 
Yeah, I props to the scriptwriters. It, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Although I, it, I had got sick of waiting mm. for this revelation. Tonight was a stonking episode, I thought. I was confused because I was thinking, just a second, it doesn't make any sense that Freddie is being so kind of like formal with her if they've knocked boots in the last few months. Like mm. it's, it would be sort of odd to be that kind of, you know, um, away from work, be that formal. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. And then, of course, immediately... Um, Ben wandered out and then I felt huge disappointment that it wasn't Josh. And I know you two were incredibly excited about it being Ben, but I'll just give you my 10 second reason mm. I'm so upset. It means more Beth. It means lots, lots, lots more Beth, lots more hand wringing, tearful conversations. I'm not sure I can take it. No, she'll be, she'll be off. Don't worry. I'm very happy it's Ben because she'll be pissed off and disappear. You think so? Yeah. And Chelsea moves into the into Shula's place and they raise the baby together. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, do you think if this all pans out, if she has the baby, blah blah blah, what do you think of Ben and Chelsea as a couple? I don't think he's fit to, you know, clean her shoes. <laughs> do you think they could work something out as a pair? No, she's far too clever for him. He's thick as pig shit. She's, oh. she's she's bright as a button. She's a very smart girl. Um, I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it. I think she'd get very bored living with Ben. Do you I think mean, Ben's going to go? Get rid. Get rid. Get rid. This can't happen. No, I don't think he will. I think. I think they've been leaning into the Jill relationship quite heavily the last couple of weeks. Him and Jill. So I think she's going to be the person he turns to, and. And he's going to sort of very tearfully say, I just know, I, you know, I really, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't want it to happen this way, but I just can't, you know, it's my son. Ugh, I don't want to lose mm. it. Can I ask you, Peter, why you think Ben is as thick as picture? I don't get that from his character at all. Uh, okay, perhaps thick is unfair. Um, I don't think he's a particularly flexible or creative thinker. I think he's, he's quite obvious. He's the kind of person who gets all of his opinions from newspapers. I don't think he, I don't think he forms opinions himself. He's going out with Beth. He must be a bit thick. I think there's a lot of that as well. <laughs> yeah. And it is, it's all set for a disaster, isn't it? Because she gets back the day before her birthday. Did I hear that yeah, right? Yeah, love that, love that. And they're yeah. going to curl up with a cosy evening and a box set. Let's hope uh, Chelsea lends him the pregnancy test. She's one boring, <laughs> boring twat, isn't she? She said for her birthday, you know, there's nothing wrong with a cosy evening with a box set. Not on your birthday, though. And... She was already wittering on about a house rota for chores. Yeah. Just before she goes to Magaluf. They haven't even properly moved in. Why are you going on about that? I thought Josh was going to call a house meeting there and just in front of her go, Ben, we need to get rid of Beth. <laughs> also, she was wrong when she's like, uh, oh, we're not just picking our favourite chores. I think I've said this before. I will say it again. It is. It don't don't try and force this whole kind of everyone has to do the washing up once, everyone has to do the hoovering once. If one person likes hoovering, the other person doesn't. That solves the problem, doesn't it? It needs to be equal volume of tasks, but not like look at the way we do the podcast. We all do the things we're best at, mm. pretty much. You know, uh, it's. I mean, we all lend a hand to each other when we when we can, but we but most of the stuff we do on the podcast sort of like falls along yeah lines of aptitude, frantically masturbating. Yeah, we're all good at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> We've never done it together, but you know. No, no. I, Who I, knows? 
<laughs> Not with the cameras on anyway. Me and Kerry no, did record in the same room once. We weren't masturbating. No, we weren't, no. My head was um, buzzing then, trying to. Th- there, was some, there, was some, there was some dead seagull joke in there somewhere, but I couldn't make it work. <laughs> um, so, anyway, back to baby stuff. Lovely, lovely Alistair. He's been great, hasn't he? He yeah. actually just got down. To, he picked her up on the road, worried about whether she was running away or not. He listened and didn't shout like Tracy, who's been really annoying this week. Mm. I know she's worried and she's a you know single mum essentially blah 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 but don't keep shouting at your pregnant daughter which makes her run away and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again silly uh so Alistair was great I thought he was very um stoic and right I'll get you the details here are the details these are your your options which was exactly what Chelsea needed yeah and uh, and also he dealt with the provocation from big man Jazza quite well. Mm. Uh, you know, he stood his ground. I don't mean that in a macho way, but he was quite kind of like, you know, just a second, let's look at why this has happened. And she reached out to me mm. and, you know, Jazza even then didn't climb down very gracefully. No, he said, keep your nose out of our business in future. That was a nice sign off to someone who's really helped. <laughs> Yeah. Also, doesn't Jazza have a key for Greenacres? Why was yes. he banging on the door? Chelsea let herself in there to watch something with Jim. Yeah, I think he just stomped out emotionally and didn't pick up the key or something. Also, wasn't Jazza the one who was all for going and castrating that guy who um, mistreated Jim? Like Jazza showed absolutely zero restraint in how he reacted to Jim's news. And he also wanted to kind of get a car battery, wire up some nails and hammer them into Russ's kneecaps with yeah. no evidence. Well, you know, I mean, I think, I'm, I, you know, like like all of us, like most people, I'm a big Jazza fan, but every now and again, it's a it's the paradox of the Archers, isn't it? It's like in real life, I would hate Jazza, but probably quite like, you know, insert name of someone I slag off like Ben. But the thing is, they really set it up on Tuesday, didn't they? Because Jazza went round there and said, oh, you're a real pal. And he was escaping the whole craziness at Trace's place. And he said, like, you know, you're a mate. You're really straight with me. And Alistair Mm. got a bit uncomfortable, didn't he, and said, oh, I wouldn't go too far. And I think that set it up for him being like, yeah, you Judas. You you did know and you were talking to her. But, I mean, Chelsea, for God's sake, all she had to do was not mention Alistair's name and she blurted it out. So... Well, they did that with um, Beth and Ben, didn't they? They they laboured through about sort of four or five different conversations. The fact that Beth can deal with anything, but no lies. There must be no lies, no hidden truths. Well, and here we are. Do do you? Th- well, the other thing is, yeah. How do you think it's going to go down when she gets back? We've been quite good with our predictions recently. I'm so excited though. Imagine Ruth and David. Oh my god. David quite like quite likes Chelsea though, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't think they're planning this to happen though. Like in their they are snobs. Yeah, they are dreadful snobs. Do you think will Jill retract the pendant? <laughs> <laughs> the topaz. Yes, that's the first. That's how um, Ben tells them all. Chelsea walks in with a swollen stomach, and oh, the topaz is now a belly ring. <laughs> And do you think they'll call the baby Bev? 
<laughs> just to help help with make the things. Ben Beth Beth Beth. What's the dog called? Beth. 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 That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think what their what their um their couple name would be. It's very difficult, isn't it? Bensi or Chen. Chen. That's better. I quite like Chen. This is going to go like wildfire gossip-wise around the village, isn't it? The scriptwriters are good. I like this. This is mm. satisfying. It's meaty. It's There's going to be fallout and horror and shock. I like it. Will she keep the baby? That's the next question. Let's have an advert, Kerry, and we can work it out. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Will she keep it? That's the next wonder, isn't it? Will it be actually a baby or not? Oh, what you do, you think whether it's a human being or not is in question. <laughs> Will it be a baby? Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't word that very uh, exactly. eloquently, did I? Hey, so got some kind of strange gremlin. Chelsea said it's about that night. Are we still suspecting it was the rave? I was half hoping it was a threesome earlier, and that she didn't know which of like. Two blokes it was. And someone then on Twitter suggested it was the Gleason twins. Yeah, I was about to say, are you, cha- are you, are you angling all of that, the Gleason twins? <laughs> they do everything together, apparently. Should we now listen, not now, but listen back to the rave episode and sort of listen to... I posted it recently and re-listened to it. It's yeah, on... I've listened to it. How, how much was it steering towards Ben at that point? Or was it not, yeah... Not at all. It was very heavily. So Josh mentioned that he was on a promise and um, Ben uh, was so drunk and then also very over the top and emotional about Beth and how much he loved Beth. It would have been a really good then, won't it? Yeah. uh, (laughs) Not. The whole thing. Yeah. It's Oh, my God. Poor Chelsea. Um, Ben in tears. He'd been drinking white lightning, which is obviously the, the white cider form of viagra because he was off his head but still going for it they were both very very drunk because he was in pieces but then it must have been so either it was a knee trembler before he got that upset and that's why he was upset or they went off afterwards one of the two but it it didn't sound plausible what he said to josh at the end of that episode could have been interpreted as being talking about a girl that he'd just been with and he said something to the effect of she's just gone and I don't know what to do. It's all a mess. And everyone presumed that was about Beth. But maybe he was talking about Chelsea. Mm. Well, if if he is with Chelsea, then he's a lucky man because it's a significant upgrade. Yeah, and the crossing of the two families, the conjoining of those two families, mm. the horribins and the archers. Yeah, well, mm. it's time to decide, um, David and Ruth, are you a truss or are you a Tony Ben? That's the question. Well, mm. one thing we know, Ben was as high as a chancellor at a queen's funeral. 
That's interesting footage, isn't it? What a twat. Yeah. Mm, he hasn't had much Charlie, has he? <sighs> no, that's that's ridiculous, isn't it? To those that know, it's so bloody obvious, isn't it? Yes. More, uh, you know, I mean, it, it, the, the, the crazy thing is it's the second most embarrassing thing he's done in two weeks. <laughs> and it was still absolutely shameful. What was the other thing? His budget today. Ah, yeah. sorry. Throwing the country down the drain. I'm so glad that I'm in the country as the end of days is happening. Matthew with his Euros. Yes. Yeah, listen, if Dan doesn't strangle Putin soon, we're going to have a nuclear apocalypse, aren't we? And that's a worrying thing. I've let everyone know I'm in the country and they might come for my Euros now. <laughs> well, you know, get get some gold teeth knocked into your head, get it all, you know, nice and safe. <laughs> Twitter, what's been happening? Where do people go? What's the address? The address is, I like that, the address, at the Cider Shed Pod. Oh, it's been electric this evening do go and have a look and um, tell all your friends we've had some really lovely reviews as well three new reviews thank you blink2105 who described us as a a must listen um and they recently listened to the andonis anthony um episode of the cider shed and loved it we then had the zulu warrior uh it was entitled A Voyage of Discovery. Um, love this. Bit of a different style and take on the archers. Very irreverent. <laughs> and some great stuff and thoughts. Keep going. The one that's uh, Peter's favourite, Matthew loved it too, was by Jim17-08. And they've written a reasonably good podcast. <laughs> dissecting the archers with a thumbs up. Love you, Jim. Very accurate description. Yeah. Um, I don't think we can go any higher or lower than that. Matthew, what about the Facebook and the Instagrams? Facebook, we have a group called the Cider Shed Podcast, and Instagram is the same as our Twitter, at the Cider Shed Pod. We've got a few sound clips up there. Uh, one of the ones that was getting a lot of love was the, the Chelsea growl <laughs> that we attempted back at the end of July. Obviously, there's been a lot of Chelsea growling recently. Yeah, I've got to give mad props to Shambridge for oh, her yeah. amazing yeah. Chelsea she was, impersonation. She was ridiculously kind enough to give ours 10 out of 10, which I just think is like a pity vote, really, isn't it? Yeah. She's a very <laughs> lovely woman. <laughs> and in Matthew, uh, football's back on, which, uh, how am I doing? Am I climbing the table? Well, you're not going anywhere because it's the international break, Peter, and we don't need to talk about it. Oh, all right. Uh, is it is it the international break? This is yeah. how I'm Italy like... England tonight, isn't it? I don't know what's happening in that. No, I think I think my my relatives are downstairs watching it right now. Well, I did actually listen to about six podcasts about football this week, so knows how I've forgotten that <laughs> it was uh, not happening this weekend. But yeah, so anyway, my shame is my blushes have been spared. We're off to listen to the rave again and check out one last time if Ben and Josh did leave any clues. So have a lovely week, everyone. Yeah, see you next week. I'm off to drink some white lightning and go over the adjacent field. See everyone. Bye. See ya. So as often happens, once recording finishes, talks continue <laughs> after, after the stop button has been pressed and Peter disappeared for certain reasons. He didn't want to hear the call of a great tip. So that I was playing, so he <laughs> turned off the recording. But me and Kerry got chatting, and we thought, hang on.
mm-hmm. bloody hell is going to happen with Vince, yes. father of Beth. He's only just put the f-ing solar panels on Brookfield's roof. He's not going to be a happy bunny at all, is he? I mean, the the, the devastation generally of the gossip and so on is going to be rife and great, but Vince slash Mince Casey is going to go nuts, isn't he? And I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, Steph is going to all be forgiven with Steph as well, mm-hmm. because then, you know, it was the idea that it was all Steph and none of it was Ben. And now yep. he's gone and got Chelsea up the duff. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. The other thing that really annoyed me that we didn't talk about was Kerry didn't hear this, but I heard Lizzie tonight saying if Russ came anywhere near Lower Loxley, she'd run him over in his car. Now, I'm willing to, as I only listened once whilst frantically cooking in the kitchen, that may not have happened. Kerry doesn't remember it. I maintain it did. I will go back and listen again. I believe you. Sometimes when I'm doing the tweet along, you're so busy sort of typing hot tweets <laughs> that um, you miss stuff. So, yeah, I had no memory of Lizzie appearing whatsoever. But, but the thing that really stuck in my crawl, and this is the other thing that we talked about, mm. this is the initial thing we talked about off air, um, Kenton and David talking about Russ. Now, you know, we all know Russ, controversial character. Yes, he did wrong in the first place, etc. But as a character in the archers he's comedy gold mm-hmm. and kenton and david and josh at one point are discussing russ in a very negative way mm. and the fact that lily and him have broke up broken up and they don't really know the, the details but she's she's done well to see the back of him but the reality is that they don't know that tracy has falsely accused russ of getting chelsea pregnant which lily then witnessed then confessed that she was unfaithful to russ Mm -hmm. therefore they broke up but it's in fact kenton's nephew that has got he's knocked up a 17 year old yeah and david's son Mm, how judgmental will they be now i don't know i can vince is getting up on the roof right now with a chisel (laughs) Yeah, to take down his uh, solar panels. <laughs> I also offered offered an opinion, and this will probably make sure that Peter definitely doesn't include it. I thought Ben and Chelsea would be quite a good couple. Yes, I know. That was why I was sort of saying, oh, what do you think they would be like if they actually did make a go of things? They could mm. be. I mean, in the future, maybe not now, but maybe in the future. Yeah, so will Vince go nuts? Yes, he will. Mm-hmm. Surely, yeah, going to be very, or, or maybe he'll just come around and hug David and Ruth more, or maybe he won't have time because he's just we haven't heard of him in a while, so I assume he's permanently pissing into a toilet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> also, <laughs> I might have been completely incorrect about this, but the awkward 2018 family Christmas at Brookfield, I believe it was, when Russ went round there, I think it was Rory that was taunting Russ singing Mr. Jones to him. And now Rory is in his very late teens, possibly just on the cusp of 20, and he is now shagging Mm. for money with Mm. someone in their possibly late 40s or beyond. Did you say 2018? 
2018 was good grief the, that feels like so long ago yeah well that that was the the first the first year the the russ and lily story came into it so blimey Anyway, Amazing. anyway, da- yeah, David we better Sti- wrap this up. Yeah, or we should. We should never should. get included. I know, um, but uh, these pe- afterthoughts uh, that that we're so looking forward to panning out in future episodes of The Archers. Uh huh. Okay. Right. Apologies, Peter, for having that um, moment there because we were so wrapped up in the Shula and Dan hate that we forgot mm. to talk about the actual characters. Yeah. Come on, the, Vince. The real characters. Socket to the Archers. All right. Laters. Bye. Hang on.